Welcome to Direct to Audio, a movie discussions podcast. My name is Spencer, and happy St. Patty's Day, everybody, and happy St. Patty's Day to our guest, as she's known in this podcast right now, uh, Lizzie Leprechaun. Hi, Liz. <laughs> Hi, Spencer. Um, I appreciate the name. <laughs> yeah, well, let's call you Liz for the episode. Um, we did just do probably about a minute of really poor Irish and Liz's Scottish accent. Your Scottish accent's great, but <laughs> Thank you. we were going for an Irish accent, so... We're going to cut all that out, uh, <laughs> and we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day in the best and worst way possible. Liz, what movie are we covering today? We are covering Leprechaun in Space. Yes. So, <laughs> if I don't sound excited, it's because I'm not. Oh, man. This, Spencer, <laughs> this was... This was my idea. Yes, it was, and... <laughs> So, fun fact, I was looking on Amazon for it, right? It's $3.99 to buy it, and it's $3.99 to rent it. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go. Let's just go all the way. And so I bought it, and now I regret it. Can I you return just rented it? it. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> I watched it for free on Peacock. Oh, wow, really? I yeah. had to pay money for this? I'm sorry. Man. Well, someone had to support them. We are covering Leprechaun 4 in space. It is a 1996 direct-to-video movie. And people who ask what my <laughs> title of my podcast is based on, it's that. It's a pun off of that. Um, so this is a direct-to-video movie. It stars Warwick Davis as the titular Leprechaun. And he is probably the only good part of this movie. <laughs> Through my notes, I'm like, wow, he's actually super good. He's great. Like, I love this guy. He's like been in my childhood like warwick davis i just i love this man yes he's amazing he is the ewoks in star wars he is in willow he is yeah obviously in leprechaun in the entire series except for the remakes i think and he also does a lot of work with ricky gervais and stephen merchant Mm -hmm. which it's always really funny to see them together and he was in harry potter and apparently he was in labyrinth as well Oh. So, like, yeah, no, Willow Labyrinth, like, you and I, we need to have, like, an 80s fantasy film marathon, because those are literally all of my favorite movies. <laughs> Leprechaun, for those who don't know, is a horror movie series starring Warwick Davis. Started out with a movie with Jennifer Aniston, and it's her first role, and they're on a farm, and he's just like, all he wants is his gold. That's the whole premise of the Leprechaun, is that he wants his gold, and he has magical powers, and he will do anything to get it. And it's kind of like a monkey's paw situation, where, like... If you ask for something, he'll give it to you, but then there's always a catch. Mm-hmm. This movie completely gets rid of that. Yeah, except for the one scene when he's like, oh, I have to get my gold back. I want to protect my gold and not share it. Like, literally, that's it. Right. Like, all the other movies in this series follow that same thread. Like, his whole goal is to get his gold, and he will mm-hmm. use his trickery to get it. This movie's like, now guns. shootouts shootouts right now my mind is trying to forget the hour and a half that i spent watching leprechaun yeah space. i also wrote in my notes at least it took jason till the 10th film this guy did it in the fourth film yes (laughs) to get to space (laughs) yeah so listener i texted liz and was like oh we have to do a saint patrick's day episode i gave her two movies to choose from Um, I said Leprechaun 4 in Space or Leprechaun in the Hood. We both felt like it was probably a bad idea to discuss Leprechaun in the Hood because I don't think that movie aged well. Yeah, and I've honestly never seen it. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? I feel like like that's a different different day kind of thing. Yes. So we decided to cover (laughs) Leprechaun 4 in Space. And yeah, I normally tell my listeners to go watch the movie after we're done listening to it. Uh, If you've seen it before and you just want to laugh or have a drinking game, you know, go ahead, celebrate. But I can't in good conscience tell anybody if you've never seen Leprechaun 4 in space to go watch it because (laughs) it is literally like they said, hey, let's make a complete ripoff of Alien and we'll put the Leprechaun in there. Liz, do you know that they never say the word Leprechaun in this film? Really? No, because they keep calling, they would keep referring to him as the alien. Right. So that makes me think that when they wrote this script, he was not in it. Which blows my mind. <laughs> like, like, I mean, and it's not like we're like saying that kind of casually. It is the, it is like an exact like spoof almost, and not spoof because they're trying, of alien. Yeah. 
there's <laughs> there's like literal specific parts that they ripped from the movie Alien. Oh man. I can't wait to dig into the this mess that this is. I yeah. have a Guinness next to me. Um Ooh. as to celebrate, yes, and I'm probably gonna need it. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I did have a few drinks while watching this movie and I feel like it made it more fun because I was literally just like laughing the entire time. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's hilarious and it's not meaning to be. Yeah. Like it is <laughs> bad. But co-starring, and I use that word lightly, with Warwick Davis, we have Jessica Collins as the biologist Tina, most known by me <laughs> as the busty news reporter from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, oh, okay. We have Rebecca Carlton. She's Princess Serena. Uh, she was on Baywatch. Brent Jasmer as Books, who they literally cast as like, hey, you look kind of like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger's love child. <laughs> he was in Playgirl. Okay. One of the side chicks from Home Improvement, she plays Dolores, a.k.a. the horny Lady Marine. <laughs> we have Tim Colseri as Sergeant Hooker, but fun fact, he was actually supposed to be in Full Metal Jacket before he was replaced by Arlie Ermey. So, wow, what a step down. And you can see that this guy is trying to showcase that he should have been picked. Man. Because all he is doing is yelling his military lines. We also get Guy Sinier, or Siner, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, as Dr. Mittenhand, who Liz and I, we both have thoughts about Dr. Mittenhand. Yeah. This guy is uh, basically just playing a space Nazi. Yeah, that's safe. That's pretty safe to say. The only redeemable person in this cast, besides Warwick Davis, is it Sticks? Sticks, Miguel yes! A. Nunez Jr., who Hell I yeah. love. He's best known as acting in Juana Man, but he is in two of my favorite horror movies series. I will say because. Oh my gosh! Wait, is he in uh, Friday the Thirteenth? He's in Friday the Thirteenth Part Shut Five. Up, it's that guy, yes. It oh is my God. Poop and Duet. Yes, oh my god. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Uh, Dude. And he gets attacked by those goddamn enchiladas. That's so uh, funny. I, I didn't even him. make that connection. Yes, That's and amazing. Do you know what other horror movie he's in? This one's actually really good. Ooh, I don't actually. He plays Spider in Return of the Living Dead. Oh my gosh. My mind is... Bl- I, I, there was a reason I liked this guy. I'm like, you... I like you. No wonder. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's awesome. Only redeemable part beside Warwick Davis, because Warwick yep. Davis as the leprechaun is fantastic. Every time he's on screen, I'm like, great. But the problem is, he's not really on screen a lot of the time. Yeah, no. Like, barely any. Like, I want to get a runtime of how... Like, this movie's an hour and 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. I want an actual count of how many times he's on screen, because he kind of goes away for a while. Because it's crazy how you think, like, these characters are just so larger than life that even though they're not on screen a lot of the time, they still, like, it feels like they are just because of their, like, personalities and stuff. Not to make another Harry Potter reference, but um, Draco Malfoy, who is a huge, like, character in the Harry Potter series, is, like, on screen for maybe, like, 20 minutes or something like that out of the entire franchise. Yeah. I mean, it's, so. it's similar to like Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice. And then yep. we, cause we, me and uh, Max just talked about this. Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs is only in it for, I think like, like 10 minutes. Which is crazy. Yeah. I feel bad for Warwick Davis. Actually, I don't because that means he was on set for less time. Yeah. And so. I mean, he, you know, is the selling point and he probably made a bunch of money. So uh, I doubt it because the budget was. of this film was $3 million. <laughs> Oh, God, really? Yes, and it has oh, uh, wow. one of the most laughably short Wikipedia pages I have ever seen. Are you serious? Oh, shit. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Um, directed <laughs> oh, by Brian Trenchard-Smith, and the only redeemable factor in like the behind-the-scenes aspect is the special effects. Not the CG, but the practical I was effects. Like, hold- oh, okay. I was like, hold up. <laughs> um, with that small of a budget, they make do, and some of the practical effects in this look really good. Yeah. Uh, that is all thanks to Gabe Bartolos. Uh, he's a special effects legend. Uh, he's done all the Leprechaun movies. He did the Friday 13th Part 6, Texas Chainsaw 2, Gremlins 2, Darkman, Godzilla, the newer wow. one. Yeah, he's done a lot of really good stuff. So thank you, Gabe Warwick yeah, and awesome. Miguel A. Nunez for saving this movie. <laughs> Honestly, but, if, like, if they weren't part of this, it would have been unbearable. This movie isn't on Metacritic. <gasps> no way. So 
<laughs> Out of the four other categories that I look at, it has a 34.5% average, and that is heavily inflated by the 65% Google-liked reviews. What? Oh, that's... No way. But, okay, in Google-liked review terms, I will say, anything below an 80 is poor. Oh, really? Okay, I just didn't know how, like, their well, think rating of it, system worked. Think of it this way. It's basically like you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So okay. it has, a like, a D. <laughs> But is there anything else you want to say before we jump into this? Um, no, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about this movie. <laughs> All right. Well, we get a very average title card with a below average CGI asteroid copy paste flying across the credits. Oh, so bad. And Dr. Mittenhand gets special billing. I don't know why <laughs> it says his right. actual title and him. I was confused by that. But yeah, apparently he is... Um, important the single worst cgi spaceship i have ever seen in my life flies across screen it looks like a below average playstation one game yes oh my god that's so accurate <laughs> and i have no idea how to describe this spaceship because it doesn't look like a spaceship no it looks like maybe like a longer box with two like rockets on the end just plopped on there it's it's nothing <laughs> again three million dollar budget and this movie has a lot of cgi yeah um, this came out in 97 you said right 96 or 96 still like we got yeah. jurassic park <laughs> you're oh my gosh you're so right was it 93 three years earlier like are you kidding me oh my god wow seriously yeah man no it's way. bad. So we cut two army guys in space cleaning their guns and they're getting ready for a fight. And it is your typical like space marines. Like It's aliens and they're just using copy and paste aliens. There is the one lady marine. There is a bunch of other tough guys and they're all talking about how who's hungry for a fight. They're handing grenades off and tossing grenades. The first line in this movie is a guy walking around trying to bum cigarettes off another guy and he coughs midway through his line. And they I kept also, it in. <laughs> I can't believe, I mean, maybe to make it seem more realistic or something, but still, like, that's a... Uh... No, because this movie's packed full of really bad errors. And, and they this just don't is... fix them. <laughs> no, there are some egregious ones. This is the least egregious, but yeah, he just, like, goes... <clears throat> and then walks over to Styx, gets a cig, and then the guy's like, can I get another one for later? And Styx just stares daggers through <laughs> this dude. And then Sergeant comes in. And he has a giant metal plate on the side of his head that looks like tin foil. I wrote down his lines like he screams them, but I don't think I can do that in the microphone because it'll blow it out. But it's like, right. all right, we are orbiting the planet of Ithacon in a few minutes. We will aboard the shuttlecraft and proceed to target area Delta. It's like he's <laughs> screaming. I mean, like, again, as I said, he was supposed to be Arlie Ermey's character in Full Metal Jacket. He's trying to be that character here. And he just talks like a robot. I did say that I liked the robot guy until a later part in the movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we will <yep>. get to. <laughs> yes, we will get to that part. And they say <laughs> that there is an alien who has disrupted the galactic mining mission to the tune of half a billion dollars. And yep. word has come down from above. Kill the bastard. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just this movie's okay. bad. All right. um, and then they're like, "Mata, what is the like?" They go, I, "Kill, kill, kill," or something. It is Semper Fi, do or die. Kill, kill, kill. There we go. That's Which so weird. great training. <laughs> Y'all got that line synced up, and what a horrible motto. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, and then a woman comes in, and oh my god, I hate this so much. Another screaming line by sergeant he goes what the hell are you doing up here to your lady <laughs> this is authorized personnel only and she says she's looking for sergeant hooker and he says he is busy what the fuck do you want <laughs> so good he just he gives no fucks he's like what the fuck do you want yes uh and who uh, is she liz um, she is like the scientist. This is, oh my God, I hate this trope so much. It's like the military versus the scientist. She's like, oh, the mitten hand, mitten hand, mitten yep. hand. Mitten hand. He says mitten ham hand. too. They go okay. back and forth between mitten right. hand and mitten ham. <laughs> right. Um, she's like, oh yeah, he's sending me down to get samples and stuff. 
and they're just like, oh, great, now we have to babysit the scientist, and it's, oh. Yes, uh, but then, Liz, we get to meet Mittenhand or Mittenham, and what the I, hell is I, this? I literally, when he came on screen, I burst out laughing, because I'm like, because the angle of his face, and he's like, hello, doctor, with his weird accent and his bald-ass head, it's, oh my god. It is like a Zoom call on this, like, really small TV monitor. He is a bald man glaring down, and I literally mean that, down at the camera. And he sounds like the Burgermeister from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, my gosh. It's like if your grandparents, like, try to Zoom call with you and, like, you just see, like, basically their forehead or the top head, like, half of their face. That's what this guy's doing. Yes. And he says, you have your orders and I suggest you follow them. And Sergeant Hooker says, okay. He assigns Dr. Reeves to a dude named Books. He makes a light sexist remark and then says he she is his responsibility. Uh, no, I literally, um, doesn't he like fall on her at some point? And he's like, oh, having fun. And I'm like, ew. Books is helping her get her gear on and he falls on top of her. And Ugh. As really bad movie writing dictates, this turns her on and she's kind of into him because she awkwardly has a moment with him and, like, looks at him all seductively. It's, like, it's horrible. It's horrible. But then, cut to Princess Leia knockoff chained to a wall. <laughs> I don't uh, even remember her name. I don't remember any of it these is Princess names except for Sticks. Zarina. <laughs> there you go. Um, and she's, like, chained to a wall. Oh my god. But then we get Warwick Davis putting all the work in as Woo-hoo! he walks down wearing a suit and he's holding a cigarette holder. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Well, she screams and he says, good evening. An angel's voice sends pleasures to every part of my being. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's smooth because then he <laughs> like, says, <shoot. laughs> then he says it's a romantic evening and he makes a fancy dinner table appear, drinks candles, and then he like unlocks her chains and then says... He is a messenger of love and promises her newborn ecstasy. And we get a close up of a Bro. champagne bottle <laughs> uncorking and shooting <laughs> champagne everywhere. <laughs> like you said, like he's pretty smooth. Like, if I, I'm sorry, he's just not very attractive. So if, like, I don't know, like a Tom Hiddleston were to say stuff like that, who boy? He yeah. is like <laughs> pouring it on. Thick with two C's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Three C's. Oh, three C's, yes. Um, And she looks a little confused by all this, which, fair. Yep. (laughs) Um, Cut back to spaceship. We find out that the sergeant lost half of his head in the last war. Uh, He lost it in Krylanium, carried a man on his back to safety, and they make a joke about how being a space marine ain't really living anyways, and they grunt and do a really shitty handshake. (laughs) Also, um, do we know how Leprechaun got into space? No, not at all. It literally goes, okay, the first one is on a farm Mm -hmm. with Jennifer Aniston. No, I like that one, actually. Yes. I really do like that movie. I believe this, is it the, I think the third one is when he's in Vegas. Shut up, what? Yes. The second one, I think, is like just a similar Leprechaun movie. And then, yeah, like I said, it feels like they wrote this script without him in it and then they shoehorned him in because yeah he there's no reason for him to be in space like at least with jason x they explain why he's in space Mm -hmm. this he's just there he wants to be a king which has never been a thing in the past yeah and they never say the word leprechaun oh boy I'm just glad that Michael or uh, Ghostface haven't uh, gone into space yet. But I'd let, I I mean, I'd see it. I'd watch it, honestly. We cut back to Leprechaun and we find out that the Leia lady, her name is Princess Serena. And Lep is like, you're going to be my future wife. You are the most beautiful woman in the universe. And she's like, I don't like the sound of being your wife, which, again, fair. <laughs> she laughs at him wanting to be a king. And he says, like, everyone's treated me like a dog. And if they keep doing that, it would be off with their heads. And he shatters a glass in front of him. And then we get a great evil laugh. Like, again, Warwick Davis is giving it 100%. Yeah. He's the best. Uh, Oh, easily. And then we get what looks like a laser tag arena had sex with a fog machine in the Undertaker's (laughs) entrance. Because it's like purple lightning and like these weird rock formations. What is this set, Liz? 
It looks like uh, there was that old TV show. It was like Lost in Space, right? Yep, Lost in Space. Yep, that's what it looks like, like the old, old stuff. <laughs> yes. Like these rocks look like they're made out of like insulation foam spray painted gold. Um, yeah, they look like, I don't know, they were made by, hey, kindergarten class, like. We're making a movie group, set. <laughs> a group project, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> um, the green screen is so bad that the actors aren't keyed in correctly and like they blur oh, in with the background. It's so bad. But then they take a random shot at Detroit. Yes, I wrote, I wrote that. Like, I've seen worse. Have you been to Detroit? Like, Victor was hella offended when they said that. Yeah, Detroit versus everybody, man. Come on. Detroit versus everybody. The doctor asks uh, the only other lady if she's been in combat and if she's scared. And she says, we all fight a little better when we're goosed. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what that means. No, I exa- I'm confused. <laughs> What what does being goosed mean? I have no idea. Yeah, but then uh, this movie, I will say, has some of the worst editing and pacing because it like cuts back and forth between sequences so fast. Yeah, so quickly. Like, because it's nuts. And even the end, I was like, wow, that's it? Yep. <laughs> like, what? Because <laughs> it just cuts to the leprechaun getting bread rolls thrown at him by the princess. And she says she'd rather be dead. And then he, he says... Would you rather be dead or would you rather be rich? And that's a deep philosophical question. Like rich, obviously. Yes. He says that her dad has no money because he gave it all away to all the peasants. And she says he was noble doing so. Right. Like she's like, OMG, like everything that I have suffered. I'm like, get lost. Are you serious? Everything you've suffered? You're a princess. Like, get out of here. Liz, she has nothing to wear and she's been treated like she was common. So sad. Uh, well, Lep knows how to get her attention because he turns all the food into jewels. And I use air quotes in jewels because this looks like looks Chuck E. So cheese. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it looks like fake jewelry you would get from a like oh claw machine. It's so bad. Uh, <laughs> but she says they're beautiful like we literally can't see that they aren't. My, oh, my God. Liz... What does she do then? Doesn't she say, like, the king is dead, long live the king, because they, they're going to go kill her dad or something like that, or she's yeah. going to marry him? Yeah, she's like, it I kind of no like sense. you now, because yeah. cue Kanye West gold digger, money makes her do whatever. Duh. That's all she cares about. Because throughout this movie, they, she's, like, by his side, thick and thin. Which is, my, like, he just flashes some of it, like, and maybe the, she doesn't know, like, what a leprechaun is, but I'm like... His whole purpose in his life is to protect his gold. Do you honestly think he's going to share it with you? You know what I mean? Yeah, and we find out later that he has no plans to share this gold with her. And Mm -mm. he does keep saying repeatedly, like, gold is power, power, power. Uh, Cut to the Marines. They are now in the cave. And we get a greasy Muppet. Like, it pops out. (laughs) Like, I said, um, he blasts the alien knockoff. We never see this again. Never again. Like, that's their one, like, oh, this is, like, our cute little world building. Like, you know, in Star Wars, they have, like, all the cute animals around. This is our one thing that we're gonna just put in there for no apparent reason. Yeah, no, they kill it, and they move on, and one of the Marines finds a kitty table full of golden jewels, because, like Gordon Gecko once said, greed is good. This dude forgets all of his training and runs straight to the table, takes off his helmet, but it kind of gets stuck on his head, and then... (laughs) Takes all the gold and puts it in his helmet. Yeah, and then, like, while he's taking the gold, doesn't uh, the leprechaun come up behind him and, like, yeah. have a, he has a lightsaber? He has a lightsaber! <laughs> he takes this lightsaber that, like, has, like, a flashlight green lighting come out of it. Like, it's not like a lightsaber. It looks like a flashlight. Yeah, it's very thin. <laughs> yeah, and what does he do, Liz? He chops this guy up. But the sound effects... <laughs> Are like a metal sword being unsheathed and like, oh man, it's like that combined with a knockoff lightsaber sound, which sounds like a phone vibrating. And it sounds so much like a phone vibrating. I looked at my phone. No way. This guy's acting is so good because he just sits there and goes like, ah, and dies. Don't take his gold. Yeah, he didn't get that memo. And none of these guys get that memo because we get the first of many 
laser gunfights. Like, shootout scenes. Like, I was like, what movie am I watching? Like, the leprechaun has a gun now and he's just trying to, like, off people. Like, I was so <laughs> taken aback by how many, like, mobster-type shootout scenes there were. Yes. And it was bull- <laughs> this is where it feels like the set was someone's garage because they're like in a shootout and they're like 10 feet away from each other behind like tiny space rocks. It's so small. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I mean, you'd think they were in a large cave, but it does do a pan out and you just see how small this space is. It's such a small set. The princess's rambler just walks into this firefight. Like how did she she not get hit? I'm sorry. They're all like shooting wherever. Yeah. (laughs) The leprechaun ends up getting blown up, right? Yeah, because... A guy I throws a grenade. Taken aback. Yes. <laughs> and he pushes the princess out of the way. Leprechaun does. He jumps on the grenade and he explodes. The pr- it looks good. <laughs> it does look really good. I was like taken aback. I'm like, oh my god, they just off the leprechaun. The princess like falls. You yeah. see her land on both of her hands when she jumps onto the sand. And then we cut to a space marine checking out her, like coming to check on her, and he grabs her severed hand. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you want to give me a hand here or something like that? Yeah, and it's green. Why is it green? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, no. Like you said, she had both of her hands, and then all of a sudden she's losing an, like a hand. Biologist gets really pissed. Uh, she says that she can reattach that hand. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, no. <laughs> yes, Liz. Oh, no. <laughs> um, one of these soldiers says he has oh, to mark his kill and starts to oh. pee on the severed leg <laughs> of the leprechaun and. Liz, do you remember what the sergeant says to him? I don't remember what the sergeant says. No, I didn't write that down. He says, death from above. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's so bad. There's literally, while he's peeing on the leprechaun leg, a green beam goes up into his penis. Yep. It's so uncomfortable. I'm like, so... Uh, I'm just thinking about what happens later. It's... Yes. Holy crap. Styx has an amazing line here. And he says, I'd give you a round of applause, but it looks like you already got the clap. <laughs> because this guy's like, oh, my dick. Ow. Cut to shitty CG spaceship as it goes into space again. We get more shitty CG. And now the princess is in the lab getting her hand re- reattached. We meet Dr. Mitten's hands, right hand man. Oh, my God. He's like, so gross. Is it Harold? I don't really know his name. I think it's Harold. I think it, I think it is Harold. Yeah. Um. And he, like, has, like, a bunch of weird animals. Like, it's, like, very generic lab setting. Like, they went to, like, the movie prop store and were like, give me all the lab stuff you have. Yeah. And then Books, like, touches him, Harold. Yes, yes. And he's like, don't touch me unless you mean it, cowboy. And I was, (laughs) I was shook. I'm like, shut up. That's nuts. He looks at his groin and says, cowboy. Yeah, I was so thrown off by that. Like, wow, how bold are you? Like, taking, Uh, like, making moves. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) But then Books and Dr. Reeves chat. We find out her name is Tina. Uh, But then we get some great background acting because she walks away as his hand is, like, out for a handshake. And then, like, he sits there for a few seconds, does a handshake by himself, and then fist pumps. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) And then he walks up to her and she goes, strip. Yeah, that's, um... And she has the same reaction we do. And then he says, I need your body armor. She kind of gets turned on. Um, yep. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Mm. Uh, but... This next part is, again, what makes me think that this movie never did second takes. They're like the cargo hold. Mm -hmm. And a voiceover says, the entertainment lounge is not open for refreshments. Please drink responsibly and have a wonderful evening. And the sergeant is just like walking around behind these crates and then just turns and walks towards the nerdy, horny scientist guy. They're in the same room. And, like, he didn't come from a door. He's just, like, wandering behind these boxes and then just, like, walks up to him. (laughs) He marches up to this scientist, Harold, and we get some choice dialogue because Harold is examining, like, the cave rocks. Yeah. Says it's solid gold. And then the captain just screams in his face, hurry up, dickhead, get this stuff secured so I can go get drunk. Yep, get this stuff secured so I can go get drunk. That's what I have that written down. (laughs) Uh, but then we find out a very important piece of information later. Sergeant looks at this like machine that Harold is using. He's like, what does this machine do? And we see a shrink ray mm-hmm. and Harold shrinks the gold. And then 
grows it back to full size and says it was invented by Dr. Mittenham. And that's <laughs> why I'm like, is it ham or hand? <laughs> like uh, you said, I don't think they did many reshoots for this movie. No, but then we get the first of like many contract disputes between Mittenhand and the sergeant. He's, he's, the sergeant's like, we're done with this job at midnight. And Dr. Mittenhand shows up on screen. He's like, you'll do whatever I say. Yeah. Um, and then, Liz, we get... A dance the enter- party? Entertainment lounge dance party! <laughs> I was... I couldn't believe it. Like, because it just goes from this one scene and then it cuts to these people having a dance party. Like I said, this movie has no idea how to pace itself. Nope. The one lady Marine is dancing... Like, Ooh, somebody come get her because she dancing like a like stripper. A stripper. <laughs> um, and she, like, puts her face in his groin of this other Dude. Marine. <laughs> Jesus. And then, like, at a kitty table, five feet away are the other Marines. And they're literally just, like, watching them. And then, like, when they go off, she's like, nobody's, like, watching us, right? Like, we can go and they won't know what's happening. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. So as soon as they start leaving, they're like, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you know, the basic dudes heckling. And I just, oh, maybe so uncomfortable. Okay. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> but there's a hilarious beat afterwards because... They make fun of him because they're like, hey, you got your dick, like, messed up earlier when it got shocked. So, like, be careful. And then the when they leave, the four Marines at the table, they cheers glasses. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Three of the Marines are like, cheers to women who won't say no to sex. And then yep. Books, <sighs> Books goes, cheers to the Marine who died. <laughs> I um, can't even believe. And, and then, Liz, if you were... In a spaceship, and you were like, hey, I want to have sex with this person. Yes. If you were to give me, like, three places you'd have sex, would Boiler Room be one of them? No, that would be the last. I'm like, they picked the worst place to do this. Like, aren't there beds on this ship? Like, what are they doing? Like, they both have sleeping quarters somewhere. Yeah, come on. And they go to, yeah, like, again, this is generic aliens knockoff set. Like, this Mm -hmm. looks like the Nostromo. But with way less budget. And then he literally just rips off this woman's shirt. Yeah, like, this is the part where, because, like, at the beginning of the movie, it says, like, oh, nudity. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, this is it. Like, hopefully nope. it's tasteful. Nope. It's, <laughs> nope, you don't see anything. <laughs> we get one shot of nudity later, and it makes no sense. It and makes I, no sense. <laughs> I can't wait to get to it. Um, oh, I'm so excited. But we get some really crappy PG-13 makeout, and this dude makes two references to his dick and both of them are really creepy he says oh yeah shake hands with the big guy yes what what is that so then he was all like oh like you're hurting me and she's like you haven't seen anything yet i'm like hold on a minute like he says take it easy you want to hurt mr snake i can't oh my god mr snake that's so bad yes but then so basically, he's like, oh, stop, it hurts, it hurts. And she's like, what's going on? So then he literally is, like, writhing on the floor, and I guess he births the leprechaun out of his dick? It is <laughs> a dick burster scene. I can't. It is dick not burster. a chest burster like Alien. <laughs> the leprechaun, hat and all. Like, fully clothed, like. Fully clothed, wearing a hat. And I you got see my the shoes. Hat. Yes, and it keeps giving us zoom-ins on this dude's groin. The leprechaun pops out and says an amazing one-liner. Let this be a lesson to you. Always wear a prophylactic. Oh my gosh, yeah. And this dude (laughs) who got his dick bursted dies. That's so sad. Then the leprechaun flies across screen and you see that he has wires on. (laughs) And somehow he has a gun because we get another shootout. I love the shoot. Oh man, the shootouts are so good. But... Warwick Davis does a below average John Wayne impression, but it's so great because he's trying it. And he says, like, put down the gun. I'm not going to hurt you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's and then so funny. he shoots her hand and says, the hell I'm not, which is literally Liz. I'm not even making this up is a reference to a movie called McClintock with John Wayne, where he says, like, what? I'm not going to hurt you. The hell I won't. And like shoves a dude. So they're referencing oh a movie. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yes. It's an amazing – one of my favorite John Wayne movies, I'm a huge John Wayne nerd. And like seeing that, I was like, where the fuck did this come from? That's so funny. He spins the gun around like he's Doc Holliday in Tombstone, blows on the barrel, and then maniacally laughs. And then (laughs) 
he walks around monologuing. Yes, this is like my favorite part of the movie is him just talking to himself. Yeah, because he's like pep talking himself and I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's great because he's all like, oh, I'm going to kill the princess so that I can be king and I am eternal as the sun. Like, it's just uh, amazing. Yeah. And like, again, he's just monologuing to himself. Yeah, and I don't know why he's talking to himself, but I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> we go back to the entertainment lounge briefly as Books and Dr. Reeve are getting in like a philosophical debate about uh, how he's not intelligent because he's a Marine and she insults him and then he flirts with her. And then it cuts to the leprechaun again. Yeah, no, it's weird because I have like that it cuts to the blonde doctor and then it cuts to the woman and then like um, leprechaun saying something like first dates are always the hardest or something like that. And yeah. I'm just like, what? Because he flirts with the Marine woman that like he finds because she runs yeah. away from him. He trips her. Mm -hmm. And then he says like, why don't you like me? It's like, have you given her any reason to like you? No, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because earlier he's all like, oh, everybody treats me like a dog. I'm like, well, maybe if you were more chill. Like, everything would be fine. <laughs> Lep needs a nice intervention about his ways. Because, like, yes. I would hang out with a leprechaun. Totally. If he wasn't an asshole, I would hang out with a leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Like, to chill and have, a <laughs> like, a Guinness with Leppy Boy, the Lep Man. I don't know what his... He needs a nickname. We need, like... He does. But, like, to chill with leprechaun and, like, just shoot the shit would be hilarious. I don't know why we cut to these, like... Three guys just dancing random, or there are two guys know. just randomly dancing drunk. Yeah. The marine lady charges in and she's like, it's alive. And then cut to the doctor <laughs> in the med bay. It's so bad. We get creepy, horny Dr. Harold, like kissing Ew. all over Princess Zarina. Yeah. She's asleep. Oh, I was like super nervous. I'm like, no way, I know. Man. Yes. Uh, but her hand has grown back because she has regenerative DNA. But then the doctor comes on screen is like, Harold, you're a creep. Yeah. Says, Didn't he say something about her knees? Yes. He says a bunch oh of weird God. shit. And it's then so weird. We find out that the reason why they wanted her to come back to the lab is because she has regenerative DNA. Mm -hmm. And he, Dr. Mittenhand wants to study her to like, create basically potions to regenerate human tissue yeah doesn't he like say you are a naughty naughty boy yes like, he does it's so uncomfortable it's uncomfortable um, <laughs> oh man but now we are hunting a leprechaun the set is again it, they have like one bridge with, it looks like zap zone yeah, it does like <laughs> legit <laughs> uh, it has like chains hanging from the ceiling and uh, they go to have tina a gun and she's like no oh my God. i have part. a I have a black belt and a, a merit badge in scouts. Like, I guess that <laughs> equals laser gun. Yes, exactly. We go to where they think the leprechaun is, and it's the waste management disposal unit. What kind of fucking biological waste do they have? Because they say you can't go in there without a suit. There's flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah, and it's like that's a pretty big, like, waste area. I don't know. It just doesn't look like a garbage disposal. Like, you know, at least in Star Wars, like it's like one thing with the, the two, like the walls and stuff. You no, know what I mean? This is literally the same set, but with smoke. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Because Boots and Mooch <laughs> both go into the disposal unit. And then like two feet away, Leprechaun is also in a containment suit in the yes. same room. <laughs> like, why is he there? <laughs> No. Like, how did they know he was even in there? Listener, there is, like, it's not like the disposal unit, like, goes to the next room. It is literally a garbage disposal. And Leprechaun's just chilling in there. And then, like, gross blood-looking junk falls from the ceiling and they go, Ooh, it's lubricant. You, it makes no sense, Spencer. It makes no sense. It basically is like a fun house where it's like yeah. uh, gasket spray in the face. Something like, drips. Oh. Leprechaun swings through the air and <laughs> slices Mooch's suit open. It's great. And like and <laughs> when they're like, it's Mooch. And then they look over and the guy's like a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Listen, they get back to the door and then oh he doesn't scream it's Mooch. <laughs> the, they get to the door, they open it up, and the biologist is like, what's wrong? You all right? And then Books goes, it's Mooch. And then pan <laughs> over, pan over, and it's 
charred skeleton. It's, oh my gosh. And flesh- <laughs> the biologist just goes, ugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> that was literally a human you talked to right? two minutes ago who is now literally a decomposed skeleton. You'd think that she'd be like, I don't know, more heartbroken or like, oh, that's so sad. Or like, the horror that you're looking at someone's right? literal bones. Yeah. And they're like, uh, <laughs> bummer. <laughs> so good. We're not staying here long because cut to Harold's like creepy playroom and there's like mannequins all over it because we got to emphasize this dude's a sex pervert. Like a weirdo. Yeah. Yes. And then he does say, do you have an appointment? The sergeant p- grabs him and basically pulls like Freddy Blassie by calling him a pencil neck geek and says, we need to speak to Dr. Mittenhand now or I'll kick your teeth and shit down your throat. <laughs> this is the part that shook me. Like, I was actually like, wow, they tried for a twist. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is the twist? Because the doctor was on the ship the whole time. Bum, and, bum, bum. Uh, but it's not really and a doctor, Liz. He just Liz. rolls up. <laughs> yeah. He's half cyborg. Like, he literally has, like, one arm and, like, a little bit of his chest and his head. And, and then he looks it. like he's a giant metal box slash water fountain on wheels. It is. Oh, his robot design is so bad. Uh, it could have okay. been so cool. We see him from behind. It looks like a really bad puppet. <laughs> um, but, Liz, I don't know if you caught this. There's one scene where you can see that his hand is behind his back. <gasps> no way. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and you can see his fingers. Oh, no. I'm going to have to, I mean, I don't want to watch it again, but maybe I'll make it like a yearly tradition and I'll look for that next time. Yeah, because listener, this guy has literally one arm and the rest of him is like his heart's in like a jar and it's like beating with like juice around it. He has like tubes going in on his body. So like that's why he wants the regenerative juice of the princess because he wants to come back to life and be human again. He basically says like, if you don't follow my orders and get the leprechaun and kill him, because Marines are like, let's just give the leprechaun the princess and be done mm-hmm. with this we don't want to kill any more exactly. of our men mittenhand's like no i want her i will pay you 100 times what you've earned and then we get a negotiation where it's like five percent <laughs> of what you get from the cave and then he's like three percent and then two percent and then four percent and then like yeah. it goes back and forth he says if i lose any more of my troops your ass is grass if you even have an ass right yeah i have that written down it's so good <laughs> we're, then we're done with that scene yep because they disagree. Cut to them hunting the leprechaun. They're walking down this hallway. They turn and then the leprechaun just pops out and then just starts monologuing. I mean, like I said before, him just monologuing and talking to himself is like my favorite part. But they're in the same room. <laughs> is he like not even, he's not even like talking to them though, right? No, but he's talking <laughs> he's at full talking. volume. Yes. Oh my God. So good. And it's echoing um, in the room and they don't hear him. They are yeah. shitty hunters. <laughs> I will say the one there, I don't know what his name is, like the soldier, but one of the soldiers looks like a mix of Christian Bale and Timothy Chalamet. I just wanted to throw that out there. Don't He's know like the what longer haired brown yep. one. Yeah. Doesn't he kind of look like that? I think so. I will. I have to see it again. Um, yep. Nope. So that's what I got from that scene. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Like I said, the one guy, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby. So yep. we're getting combo people. Um, But the monologue is like, I want to be married to the princess so I can share with her everything I own. And he gets mad because he's like, I hate sharing. I want everything. And so therefore I can't share. So I'll wed her, bed her and bury her all in the same day. And then says, maybe the father will pay for the wedding and the funeral. At least he has a game plan, right? That's what I said. Like (laughs) these Marines have no plan. At least Lep has a plan. He does. (laughs) They're all like running around with like their heads cut off. Like, Oh my God, what are we doing? And he's all like, yeah, I'm just going to take the princess and, do my own thing. But they're walking around with little locators trying to find Leprechaun. They literally ripped this shit off of Alien. Like, they have, like, tracking yeah. beepers on flashlights. Yeah, my husband said it was like uh, like the Warzone trackers <laughs> from Call of Duty. Seriously, it is. <laughs> Again, pacing terribly. Cut back to the lab. Mittenhand and Harold are testing the regenerative tissue of the princess like they're using the blood and they use some of Mittenhand's hand and we get some of the worst cgi effects <laughs> so far because they take a jpeg of a finger shrink it and then grow it back to full size oh man and they're like high-fiving basically they're like oh my god we're gonna do it yeah we did it Woo. but then 
the female Marine walks up to the sergeant and is like, hey, do you think it's oh, my yeah. fault that Kowalski died since, and I quote, oh my God, yep. I gave him the boner. <laughs> the sergeant's response? <laughs> he would have wanted it that way. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and then says, when I go, I hope I'm standing tall, just like him. And then she says, really? And then glares up and down at him, and yep. we get awkward ogling and silence. <laughs> Dude, because the robot man's, like, not having it, but she's kind of like, hey. And he's all like, uh, no. <laughs> like, one minute ago, she was grieving about murdering the guy she was into. And now she's like, yeah. now I'll bang the robot. I'm going to bang the robot guy. <laughs> it's so funny. Yes. I can't. This movie is all over the place. Yeah, because we get another shootout immediately yep. after this. Because Books <sighs> and the Tina, the doctor... Are like in a shootout with Leprechaun. Leprechaun makes handcuffs appear and handcuffs books to like a yep. door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want my princess. Just shooting fireballs. Then we get some weird sexual tension because they escape. And yeah. he's like, maybe I'll teach you how to use my gun sometime. Right. Because I think she said, you saved my life. And he's like, it's part of the job or something. Yeah. And I'm like, God, this is, oh, yeah. like how, no. Yeah, but we're not staying on them for too long because then cut oh. immediately to <laughs> another cut. <laughs> Danny and Sticks. I think you're referring to Danny. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because oh god, I love this. Okay, so this is so and this is actually really good. Okay, so Danny and Sticks are in like another boiler room. Leprechaun's playing games with them, and so Danny runs away. Sticks mm-hmm. gets locked in this room and says, "Danny, help! My flashlight went out." It's like this room is bright as the midday <laughs> it sun. Is so bright. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly though. Like, why do you need a flashlight in here? We then get an amazing scene. Dude, it's so awesome. Take it away, Liz. So, like, he happens upon the leprechaun, and, like, the leprechaun is, like, cutting off his finger. Well, he's wearing a hard hat, and he's like, this is workplace safety. And then he (laughs) quotes Shakespeare, and Shakespeare said, shit happens. And then he starts to sing Danny Boy, which is awesome. It now makes sense. Mm-hmm. Why this character's name is Danny. Yep. And Danny's like, just take the girl. I don't care. I just want to live. <laughs> and yep. him and Lep become partners. Danny walks over to him to like talk face to face. And then Leprechaun just drops a crate on him. Yep. And then he says, smashing, just smashing. <laughs> yes. We're getting killer one-liners. We're back to Mittenhand and Harold. And... They're draining the princess's blood and Mittenhand's like, I used to be dashing and an experiment happened and now I am a robot and I want to be beautiful again. And what does Harold respond with? Cool. <laughs> like, that's all you have to say. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Back to Hunting Leprechaun. Dude. This movie takes so many freaking... I was getting a headache from all the whiplash. Yeah. The female space marine is they never really say her name. It's Dolores, apparently. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, you find it out literally here because Leprechaun walks up with a cane, starts shit-talking, and she just shoots him once and he literally implodes. She, like, walks up to his feet that are blown up on the floor. Yeah, because she blew him up. Yep. And then he regenerates and then flips her over a railing because they're on a platform. And she's hanging over a clear green screen. And you can tell by the way it interacts with her clothes because it's keying out horribly. And then he starts going like, this little piggy went to the market, like picking off her fingers as she sits there. She falls and dies, presumably. And he says, that little piggy went wee, wee, wee all the way home. (laughs) That's so good. Um, The other Marines find her body and she's alive for one second because she grabs the biologist and goes, kill him. Her last words. And then isn't he, like, crawling or walking through, like, the air vents and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that part, too, because he was humming green sleeves. So, oh. just a cute little, yeah. Well, he finally gets to meet Dr. Mittenhand because <laughs> he goes up to the lab and, like, tricks Harold into opening the door because he is a yeah. naked version of the biologist. Yes, yeah, wait, oh, my God, it's so bad. And he's like, ooh, I'm horny. I want to immediately go open this door. <laughs> and he opens the door and Leprechaun smacks him in the balls with his cane and says, <laughs> so good. make way for the king. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then <laughs> Mittenhand and Leprechaun, yes. like, just, like, they start insulting each other. 
Yeah, no, I couldn't believe that the doctor was laughing at the leprechaun for his size. And I'm like, um, excuse me, have you seen you? Like, yeah, that was so mean. Yeah, and like, I'm like, leprechaun, like, I'm rooting for him now because I'm like, Mittenhand, you're an asshole. Yeah. No, he's such a douche. And like, the leprechaun just wants respect and the doctor's like, Thea is what you need or something. Harold, like, tries to sneak up from behind him to kill him. This yeah. is actually a really cool scene because, <laughs> this again, is cool. this is, it's more great practical effects by Gabe Bartolos. The leprechaun, like, throws a plate at Harold, and Harold's face literally gets smashed by this plate into, like, a circular, like, flattened Like a pancake. Yes, like a pancake. Like, his, literally his head is now a pancake, and he dies. Yeah, it looks really good, though. Like, it's like, you see, like, his eyes moving, his mouth, and, like, his glasses are smushed, and it looks gross. Mm -hmm. No, it's, I was, like, taken aback. I was like, oh, damn, okay. (laughs) And then, like, Mittenhand is, like, obviously stunned by this. Leprechaun's like, it's time you were punished. It's like, was he not punished uh, enough? Right. And then the thing, when he says, when he says that, and then you see what the doctor, like, has in his mouth, I'm kind of like, oh, my God. Yeah, he has a ball gag in his (laughs) mouth. He has a fucking ball gag in his (laughs) Well, before that, Leprechaun wakes up the princess by kissing her. Yeah, She screams. Lep goes, ah, she really loves me. And then she says, oh, it's you. (laughs) She's like, oh. (laughs) So she's cool with the kissing. And then she says, uh, oh, that man was trying to drain my blood. Kill him. Leprechaun, like, makes this. He takes a scorpion and a tarantula, throws in a blender with the rejuvenating serum that they made from her blood, takes the syringe. Puts it in the back of the doctor's head, and he starts convulsing, and they all, like, laugh. Which is, like, horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> and then the Marines come in. Don't stop this. <laughs> Leprechaun the print. Watching. We get one more firefight. Another one. Yep. The shootout in the lab. I thought it was. I don't know why. I thought it was hilarious. I just wrote that it was. Yeah, because they're <laughs> like. The Marines go, don't shoot the hostages. And then immediately start shooting everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Leprechaun and the princess leave. And they walk by Mittenhand, who's still alive, and just leave him. I mean, he is kind of a douche, but yeah, like, you just up and left this guy? Like, dang. We get a really cool shot, though, of, like, his beating heart in the red liquid, like, going slower and slower. So, uh, that was cool. And then the biologist is like, we can't kill the princess. She's She's part of the royal family. And then Styx says, I don't care. She's the queen of soul. We're taking her out. <laughs> Isn't like uh, Reeves drenched in water at this point? So she has to like tear off some of her clothes. Yep. She gets, <sighs> she, yep. She starts stripping. So annoying. And it's not Dude. the last time she's forced to do that because this movie's mm. creepy. Then the princess they... like distracts them and Lep magically covers oh the sergeant in C4. <laughs> Liz, you were waiting on that nudity. Oh my god. What does she do? Okay, so like, I just want to preface this by saying nudity doesn't really bother me. Like, when it's tastefully done, like if it's a sex scene, sure, whatever. But the fact that she just up and <laughs> opens her bra and is just flashing these people and is like talking to them, it makes no freaking sense. She says, behold <laughs> your fate and meet your doom. <laughs> I am the queen of the damned and she has sparkle titties. She literally just flashes she just flashes them everyone is confused except for reeves yeah except for dr reeves (laughs) she's like taking this seriously and the sergeant is now under leprechaun's control and he like military marches away reeves explains to us why she flashed them because apparently in their culture like flashing your breasts is a death sentence yep what and sticks without missing a beat says what part of her anatomy is she gonna kill me with oh my god And then we get a floor show. A floor show? That's what they say. That's so good. Where the Sarge is now Uh, dressed in drag. Like, I don't understand. Okay, but here's what I'm going to say. Tim Colseri, or Colcheri, I'm not sure which one it is. He does such a good job in this scene because he's like going back and forth like you're a man like stop this help them and then like goes back to like now he's in a trance like being this woman and he's going like back and forth and he's like dancing and doing all these like moves it's uncomfortable but 
He's giving it his all. He's giving it his all, <laughs> right. And the princess says that all of Lep's gold is held in some place called Cargo Bay. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Lep, like, looks at her like he wants to strangle her and, like, runs away. And she says, I shall throw him a splendid funeral. So they deserve each other. Right, because they're both, like, plotting to kill each other. Yep. Sticks punches the Sarge in the face and pulls nunchucks out of his purse. <laughs> but Books is super progressive because he now calls the Sarge her. Right, which is cute. Yeah, it's, it's like, you like, know what? Uh, yeah. Good job, movie. Like, this movie cuts back <laughs> so and forth. Much. Because now, Liz, we get to see what has happened to Mittenhand. I just, the when he's, like, talking in stuff, he's like, I am the mitten spider. Okay. <laughs> so mad. So, listener, <laughs> he's basically an abomination. He's like Brundlefly from the fly. It's gr- It looks gross. It's Oh, it's awesome. It's yep. like he's basically transformed into a spider. He's like a huge like egg sack, all these legs. He looks into the camera and says, I can fuck. But it sounds like he says, I can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to rewind it, put something else on because I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Cut back to the Sarge, and the biologist, Dr. Reeves, has had enough, and she kicks Sarge's ass, and yeah. he snaps out of it. Then he grabs a gun with a bayonet, doing like military marches and chants, and he's fighting back and forth with like, it's done pretty well, but then he marches into an electrical outlet and kills himself. The thing that I thought was really messed up was, like, I don't remember who said this, but they said that he wasn't even human. Like, yeah. excuse me? Right, like, he... It, that is uh, so mean. Well, his head explodes and it shows that he's a cyborg, but, like, yeah, he was yeah. a human once. Like, exactly. Like, he wasn't even human. Like, get out of here. But, like, like again, it's, wow. tr- it's trying to play off of Alien when you mm-hmm. find out that there's a cyborg on the ship. Like, but this so one is true. literally part human. Leprechaun sets off the self-destruct on the ship. And the Leprechaun's like, I'm going to get on the throne. And the princess says he'll never give up the throne. So Leprechaun says that he'll kill the king. And she says, no, he is my father. I'll kill him. <laughs> like you said, they're just a match made in heaven. Yes. So many plots out to kill people. Back to Mitten Spider. I find out now that Dr. Mittenhand is the only good guy in the movie because he's trying to help the ship blow up so the movie will just end. <laughs> he's the real savior of the yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> um, and he is now fighting with both of his personalities, but not as good as the sergeant because he's like, I want flies, but I must save my work. This <laughs> is the first time in the movie that I cringed, not because of the line delivery, but because this spider looks so gross. It's so gross, man. I don't ugh. like like you said, that guy did work. Leprechaun gets to the cargo hold. We're finally getting to the end of the movie, listener. Like, right, we're like, wrapping this up. Man. And it's a slog. Um. <laughs> Leprechaun places a green force field around the ship, says no one can escape without us. And she's like, let's just leave. And then he says, ball busting bitch under his breath. <laughs> like he. <laughs> and he says, oh, I said, rich, you'll be rich. Yep. <laughs> wow. Way to cover yourself up, man. Yeah. And she buys <laughs> Good it. Good job. Yeah. Oh my God. The Marines finally come up with a decent plan because- Somewhere. Somewhat, yeah, because Books and Dr. Reeves are like, we're going to go stop the Leprechaun. Sticks is like, I'm going to go stop the self-destruct. Yes, okay, so this is the part that got to me, because I was like, Sticks, don't you dare leave, because you're going to be next, and I'm going to be really pissed if you die. So yeah. I totally thought he was a goner. I was okay. so mad, Well, he, he does separated. He sets it up by saying, like, if I don't come back, go without me. And then right? Books is like, no, either we all go or no one goes. Like, nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd be like, oh, you done, son? Like, okay, I'm I'm a head out. Right. Like, <laughs> you know? if you don't come back and there's 10 seconds left, I'm leaving. No, exactly. Like, come on. Styx then goes to the control room to try to stop the countdown. It's literally just like a fake computer and box is set up on like a table with a That's window so with mm-hmm. fake stars behind it. <laughs> and Mitten Spider like sneaks up on him and we get a first person perspective from Mitten Spider. The camera pushes onto sticks and sticks screams and we cut to leprechaun looking for his gold no that's when i thought like oh no he got got like no uh we find out that sticks has not gotten got because he's just like hanging in spider webs (laughs) fine (laughs) but lep finds the gold 
And it's all like shrunken down, right? Yeah, and he's like, what the hell? And he's like, the fuck? (laughs) He blemishes, he gives the princess horrible blemishes because she's like, I'm beautiful. Everyone would marry me and I don't need you for your money. He's like, oh, really? With those looks? And like touches her and like she basically looks like she has warts and she passes out. And we find out that they're fake because they fade away. Yeah. Books and Tina find him, and we get another, another fucking shootout. shootout. Why? <laughs> this movie could have been like a half hour shorter if they took out like two or three of these. This is yeah. padding. Tina like runs to go kill Leprechaun and accidentally switches on the grow ray from earlier. Oh my gosh, yes. And what do we get, Liz? We get Giant Man. <laughs> giant we... Man Leprechaun. <laughs> and this Leprechaun. Okay. This literally is the worst looking thing in this movie. That's so bad. Listener, this is what it looks like. If you've ever like copied and pasted a picture off the (laughs) internet and put it in a Microsoft Word, then you're like, I want this picture to be bigger. And you just stretch the picture on your screen. And like, and it's like pixelated. Yeah. He just looks like (laughs) pixelated Warwick Davis. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. And this is like a tiny ass cargo bay too. So when he's like trying to find like books and reeves and stuff, he's like, oh, where are you? And I'm like, dude. They're, like, right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a point where, like, so book, Reeves runs away to go to help sticks with the password. Yep. And Books just hides in, like, a container. Yeah. Um. I also think he got shot and he takes off his shirt. Yep, he does. Because he was shot. Question, why are you taking off your shirt? We get some cool force perspective shots, like, where Warwick Davis is, like, normal size and he's in a smaller set. So it looks like he's yeah. massive. Mm-hmm. And it's not blurry. And maybe that's the only reason why it looks good. <laughs> Um, so like we're shooting from underneath him and we're getting a nice angle where it's like, he's larger than life. Um, and then we are crawling through the vents. Tina is like trying to fight with the spider and she gets her pants ripped off. Oh, it's so annoying. Why? I don't know. And now she's in like a bikini. Yeah. I mean, it very, it's very like Ripley, but like in Alien, she had a purpose. She was getting into a space suit. You know what I mean? Right. So Tina's just, just Tina's just walking ugh. through uh like dollar store spider webs. <laughs> and then we get like literally, this is what's crazy. We get like such fast paced, interspliced action sequences with it's the nuts. leprechaun looking for books and Tina and Sticks fighting the spider. And mm-hmm. it's like so fast paced. And years before Jason gets liquid nitrogen in space. She sprays Dr. Mittenhand with liquid nitrogen. And that's funny. We actually get a really cool reference here. Do you know what the reference is? Um, I said I thought it was like T2, but um, that was just like with him exploding. But please give me your reference. That's actually, a, I think that might be another one. The reference yeah. that I caught was that Mittenfly is frozen, he is part spider and part human. And as I said, he looks like Brundlefly, like the fly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from the Vincent Price fly from the 60s, there's a famous scene where there's a spider on a web. He's like, help me, help me. And like doing this high-pitched voice. And Mittenfly is doing that voice. And then, yeah, she blows him up. Yeah. So I think it's like a T2 reference just because when um, the liquid nitrogen like freezes the Terminator's body and then he explodes and that's what happened. Which I Mitten Spider. Yeah, and I I didn't catch that <laughs> and I think that's totally another reference too because yeah. this movie is taking everything. The princess wakes up and she is all loopy and then this is where this movie literally rips off of Alien. Yep, I, I literally just wrote just like Aliens. <laughs> I was going to say at least in like a Oh my gosh, Infinity War. <laughs> Peter Parker's like, hey, so have you guys ever seen that movie Aliens? <laughs> and then they do the same fucking thing. At least they like say that they're doing the same thing. Um, they have the leprechaun sucked into space. They yep. literally <laughs> open the airlock and he gets sucked into space. And this is another error. And I'm not sure if you noticed this. He like shrinks and expands. And again, it's like stretching a JPEG back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then he blows up. This explosion, you can literally see the room that they filmed the explosion in in the background. Like, there's a light hanging in the corner. Oh my god, shut so up. So they recorded an explosion, and like he stretches to fill the screen, and then they cut this explosion into it, and you can see the room behind them. 
where they do the explosion. I can't believe that. That's nuts. This is why it's direct-to-video. Then books, as his namesake states, books it to the flight deck to stop Ah. the self-destruct... Thank you. Uh, (laughs) To stop the self-destruct sequence. And as time expires, they type in the password in Comic Sans (laughs) on this computer. And then... Uh, we can't forget that the leprechaun flips them off when he's in space. Yeah, well, I bef- forgot about that. <laughs> we, they rip off of 2001: Space Odyssey by playing <laughs> also Sprock's Zarathustra as a blurry again, blown up leprechaun hand. Oh my god! It is so blurry. It's so bad. Comes across the screen <laughs> and flicks off the camera as if this movie wasn't saying "fuck you" already with how right. bad it is. Oh man! And Liz. This movie. That was exhausting. (laughs) This is fun. This is the quickest we've ever recorded one of these because I think both of us wanted to get through this. Dude, this is, we did record pretty quickly. Like, I'm glad that Sticks lived in the end and uh, that's about it. Yep. (laughs) Man. (laughs) I mean, this was a fun discussion. It was, but. (laughs) But I'm glad it's over. (laughs) I'm glad that it's over. Liz. I promise you that we will not do another horrible episode like this Oh man! for another year. Cool. Okay. I'm down. Thank you for coming back on. I can always count on you as my horror movie buddy slash host. You are the best. I appreciate you. Miss you as always. And hopefully can see you soon. I'm just going to say right now, uh, you uh, we will always pitch your shop because it's great. But <laughs> if you're on the Instagram, the official podcast Instagram, which is at direct to audio, I shared some amazing artwork that Liz made, some stickers that I have uh, of like all my favorite horror movies. You had one for Lighthouse. We had one for uh, The Witch or The Vavavitch. The Vitch? Halloween. Please plug all the new awesome stuff you're doing in your shop. Yeah, uh, thank you. I I love coming on here, Spencer. So thanks for having me again. You are always welcome. I like being your um, queen of scream, you know. Ooh, so, yeah, okay. Girl. Well, we will now change your title from fan favorite Liz to queen of scream Liz. Oh, yas. I like you know how it's like douchey when people think of their own names, but I'm just kind of like, nah, that's kind of sick. Now nah, that works. I dig it. <laughs> so my shop is Magical Mayhem Art on Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm on Tumblr and I'm on TikTok. So right now I have some LGBTQ. Um, designs like Jason with the um, the flag uh, colors and I have the Babadook in like a holographic sticker saying fabulous and then I have like a Friday the 13th just because I thought it would be fun um, and if you purchase one of those stickers I will donate to three different organizations that help with you know those communities so. Which is wonderful. Yes, I purchased the yeah. Jason mask, and I love Isn't it. It's so cute. I, I love, love also design. The the kid who loved Pokemon younger, like the holographic cards were my favorite. So the yeah. holographic sticker, I was like, yes, yes. And then but, um, I do have another design coming out soon, and it's like because it's like you know Women's International Women's Month kind of thing, um, and it features four horror heroines. So ooh. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Again, follow Liz at all of her socials that she just mentioned. Follow the pod on Instagram at Direct Audio. Follow us on Twitter at Pod Direct. And share this episode when you can. Go celebrate St. Patty's Day the best you can. If it's not St. Patty's and you're listening to this, well, do it anyways. It's fun. <laughs> and as always, be kind and please rewind. Intro song from YouTube Audio Library by DJ Williams. Audio recordings by Clean Feed. Logo created by David Lucas. Purring by Storm.